This is strictly a Nogyan podcast. Listener discretion advised. Uh, welcome to Successfully Stressed, and uh, today we have a very special guest because she's very close to us, uh, Mrs. Monica Joshi. So she taught us English and was our class teacher in class twelve. And so, being an army officer's wife, she's uh, been around the country and she's an English teacher and she's been teaching for over thirty years. To the fact that you know she's had students who she's gone and told that you know I taught your mom or I taught your dad. So when we want to talk about you know Indian schools and our experience um, studying for so many years, we want to talk to someone who had seen that change from so many years and has taught various students who could talk about it. So yes, Mrs. Joshi, so if you want to say a few words. Okay, thank you, Tanisha, for those I don't know partially deserved accolades. But yes, the fun part in teaching is yes, as Mary Poppins says, find the fun and the job's a game. So that is what it has been for me. I have been fortunate that I have not had to work for a living. The living was taken care of by my army officer husband. Also, thanks to whom I realized that teaching was the best job, the most. Uh, compatible with an army officer's wife's uh, career because we were of the generation who did not uh, stay put in a station after our husbands got transferred out we moved with them yes it's been a long journey i have taught in by and large the largest chunk of my teaching has been at st mary's and uh, i have taught in uh, schools in kolkata but again these have been schools that cater to the uh, middle and upper income groups of society uh, only in the army school satwari in jammu there the children ranged from since it was an army school uh, the, the students ranged from jawans children soldiers children whose mothers would largely be illiterate to officers children whose wives would be the only educated segment of my parent teacher association so it has been a long journey but it has been a learning experience also you know assuming that my students parents were all literate and clever until one day a jawan's wife came and told me ki aisa jo nishan hota hai usse main samajhti hu ki galat hai aur aisa nishan hota hai to mere ko pata hai ki right hai she used to tell me she used to count the number of rights and wrongs in her child's exercise book every day and if the number of rights exceeded the wrong she would make his favorite halwa and if the number of wrongs were more she singh mai uski padhai karti but remember yeah. please i am not a technical person i am not a politician i am not an influencer except in my little amongst my little flock who do remember me and the intention yeah. is not to harm anyone that should be your disclaimer the intention is not to hurt the sentiments of anybody we are not targeting any particular person but since it is an exchange of ideas and ideas can be flawed also ideas can be uh, appealing they can be flawed you may or may not agree but i have the right to express my opinion as you have yours i think starting with curriculum first uh mm-hmm. what has changed since you began teaching because you've taught for like 30 years now or more than that no uh, not more than around okay 30 years <laughs> that's still like a lot when you talk of changes in the curriculum you know but i feel somehow the curriculum at least i can only speak with regard to language curriculum it has moved away from the classics to more contemporary 
which is not a bad thing after all contemporary writers need their platform but i feel that earlier while it used to be a healthy mix of classic and modern now we are leaving behind that the children are not exposed to say maybe a tale of two cities i have taught extracts from a tale of two cities in classes 7 and 8 now we don't see them at all charles dickens is not seen um maybe this is the new india i don't know but i feel that if a child is learning english then he or she must be exposed to the masters of that language you cannot uh, you know put on your swadeshi cap and say that oh you know hindi sahitya yes of course hindi sahitya but in hindi bhasha na in angrezi bhasha you have to choose the best exponents of the language that exist the happy prince i have taught in class 8 oscar wilde i don't see any sign i don't see any oscar wilde at all in the curriculum i don't see i miss dickens because dickens is very teachable uh, when i was in calcutta in from 92 to 96 i have taught in the junior college there isc we had great expectations as our uh, uh, short story not there anymore the novel is gone tempest has become just because and personally and i, I don't know uh, people will uh, english teachers will gasp i personally feel that shakespeare should be a choice and not a compulsion yes high five moment why why should it not be a compulsion because he is writing something that the indian the modern indian uh, reader cannot relate to at all we were having a conversation we do tempest we were uh, having a conversation in the english class today but two of the boys straight out said miss i will not read shakespeare at all and i don't see the uh, relevance of teaching shakespeare well i agree i agree because there are other easier to understand writers let shakespeare be left for those who are going to specialize in english those who or give a, a maybe one scene or an act or two acts but then you cannot chop up shakespeare like that you cannot desiccate him in this manner and you know plays a it's a complete whole so you can't have that but i feel that this part of the curriculum which could have been made more user friendly shakespeare is not everyone's cup of tea and here i include the teachers also i have ha faced this reluctance on the part of teachers to you know really engage in shakespeare mr gupta and i are completely passionate about shakespeare we are we are as crazy about shakespeare as the english are and mind you even some of the english may not be very crazy about shakespeare now they will not be because what is he is a classic well because of the local nature of the of the content he remains appealing but what is the point of an appeal which cannot immediately uh, hit the student without the teacher doing the interpreting it's a uh, you know you you have to you appreciate it like you know nobody can eat a cake for you and tell you what it tastes like you have to taste it yourself now if i have to say okay now can you taste the maida separately can you taste the sugar can you taste the almonds can you taste the vanilla you say shut up it's the whole cake 
that I'm tasting. And I am going to taste it my way. Can I tell you first bite into the icing, scrape away the icing, whatever? No. Similarly, a piece of good literature is something that should be immediately palatable. See, why we don't need to explain to you the sitcoms? Does somebody explain to you? No. That did somebody interpret the mentalist for you? No. Did anybody tell you what the meanings of the dialogues were in suits or white collar or anything that you watch? No. Because they are user-friendly enough. I have nothing against Shakespeare, one of my favorite writers, and I know almost all his plays and his sonnets. That's not the point. The point is that given the present generation of students with their quick gratification, Shakespeare becomes like watching a slow film. Now, but having said that, little bit of exposure to the classics is absolutely indisputably required. But I feel that they should ease up a little on Shakespeare. Why? Because the average student finds it difficult to read and understand on his or her own. And even if the teacher has explained there are portions of the play that the child has to learn. And the child will say, yeah, this is, this is not even English. 